as he sat alone in that sterile hallway, he tried to make sense of the news he'd just been given. He was 21 years old. In his first year as a graduate student at a prestigious university, and in love. And now, he'd been given a death sentence. Two years, the doctor said. Lou Gehrig's disease. Two years. How could he possibly cram all the discoveries he'd dreamed of making, all the life he'd dreamed of living, into just two years? Hi, I'm Garvin DeShazer, and this is your daily inspiration. Limping back to his room that day, Stephen had no idea how he would break the news to Jane. Given what the doctor had told him about the progression of the disease, the inevitable loss of motor control and wasting away of his muscles, he knew he could do only one thing, and that was to ask her to turn away from him, to find someone else, someone healthy and strong, with a full life ahead of him, to live with her. That was what she deserved, not the non-stop burden that caring for him would be. But of course, Jane saw the situation differently. I'll take care of you, she said. I'll be your strength so you can do your work. And she was right. Her love and support gave him, as he said, something to live for. Fortunately, the disease progressed more slowly than predicted, which gave him time to complete his theory and present his thesis. In March 1966, Stephen Hawking received his doctoral degree in applied mathematics and theoretical physics from Cambridge University, England. By that time, he was already gaining a reputation as one of the brightest minds of his generation. Eventually, he would be compared with Einstein. His theory that a space-time singularity, similar to those at the heart of black holes, might have actually given birth to the universe itself, became the foundation of modern scientific inquiry. By the end of the 1960s, he needed a wheelchair to get around. His ability to write was soon gone, and by the late 70s, only those who knew him best could decipher his speech. A nasty bout of pneumonia in 1985 left him in a coma, barely clinging to life. But when Jane was asked if life support should be withdrawn, she flatly refused, even though she knew the result of that decision would be a tracheotomy that would eliminate any remaining ability for him to speak and would require round-the-clock nursing care for the rest of his life. After the surgery, Stephen painstakingly learned to communicate again by raising his eyebrows to choose letters on a spelling card. In 1986, he was given a specialized computer program that enabled him, for the rest of his life, to control a voice synthesizer, first by clicking a handheld device, and later, after he could no longer use his hand, by moving a single muscle in his cheek. Eventually, predictive software similar to that used in today's cell phones made it feasible for him to resume writing and giving lectures. 
determined to share at least some part of the beauty and majesty of scientific understanding with non-scientists, Stephen wrote the book A Brief History of Time, which landed on the bestseller list in 1988 and remained there for a record-breaking 237 weeks. Other books followed, along with television and film appearances, media interviews, many groundbreaking scientific papers, and countless awards and honors. It's safe to say that without Stephen Hawking, without the insights of his brilliant mind, our understanding of the universe in which we live would be very different. And yet, his gifts were nearly lost to future generations. Without the spirit of dogged perseverance with which he pursued both his scientific investigations and his capacity to communicate, and without the loving support that inspired that commitment, Stephen Hawking could not have made the impact on our world that he did. What challenges are you facing that could be overcome with just a small portion of that perseverance? What gifts are you withholding from the world because sharing them seems just too hard? And who do you know who needs some loving support and encouragement from someone? Will you be that someone today? Thanks for listening. For more encouraging words, please visit dailyinspirationsandmeditations.com. Bye for now. Hi, this is Scott Sampson, producer for the Daily Inspirations podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Want more inspiration in your life? Check out our blog for weekend stories of hope and uplifting news. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we hope you'll take a moment today and rate and review us and tell everyone in your circle so they can get the same inspiration that we hope you've received today. We have big plans for this podcast and we want you to be part of it. Visit dailyinspirationsandmeditations.com to contact us with your own inspirational stories or just to say hi.